Are you looking for a new math curriculum? Well, CTC Math specializes in providing online video tutorials that take a multi-sensory approach to learning. Favorably reviewed in Kathy Duffy's 102 Top Picks and the Old Schoolhouse Crew Review. The lessons are short and concise to help your children break down concepts and appreciate math in a whole new way. The lessons are taught the traditional way, not to the test. Each one of the video tutorials is taught by an internationally acclaimed teacher, Pat Murray, who is renowned for teaching math concepts in a simple, easy to understand way and in only a few minutes at a time. Using a multi-sensory approach, having the combination of effective graphics and animation synchronized with the voice of a friendly teacher together with practical assessment. Even students who struggled with math are getting fantastic results. And the ones that were doing okay before now are doing brilliantly. Visit CTC Math today and start your free trial. That's ctcmath.com. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey friends and welcome. Today I am going to be talking about spiritual light and that is the light that shines through us and allows others to have no doubt that we are Christians. So today the episode is 224 Spiritual Light. You can find the show notes at a few minutes with godpodcast.com and once again I want to thank CTC Math. Uh, they are our sponsor for the month, and you can visit ctcmath.com for a wonderful curriculum for grades K through 12. And they have a special uh, discount um, just for our listeners. Well, did you know that darkness is dispelled by the light of Christ? And not only in our lives, but in the lives of other Christians, we are reminded of this in John 1 5. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. When we think of light, and we think of it in the sense of, you know, uh, faith in God, we know that God is that light that shines out of those who love him. And when we refer to God and light, we also have to look at the inverse, which is darkness, and that equates with the enemy. We see proof of this darkness all around us, but especially when it comes to confusion and fear and other things. In the next episode, um, which is episode 225, I'm going to be talking about evil tactics and the things that you know, appear in our life that just seem, you know, oh my gosh, you know, I've got stress or I have fear or I'm, you know, there's division or I'm having a hard time, 
you know, discerning or there's deception, um, or I'm so distracted. But a lot of those things really come to us from the evil one. And we have to be careful and be vigilant. You know, without being specific, we all know there's a lot of confusion in this world. We hear it and we're amazed that no one seems to push back. The best way we can push back is by increasing our dedication to the Lord and sharing the good news with others. Throughout history, we are aware of times of persecution. And if you don't think we're being persecuted right now, um, just wait. I think it will get worse before it gets better. We've seen evidence of this persecution today. Innocent people are being harassed and fear is one of the factors that controls them better than anything else. And it controls us as well. Some people are being used as an example to give warning to fellow Christians. But we know in John 1 John or 1 John 4:18, perfect love casts out all fear. That's one of the scriptures I pray often. There is no fear in love, but for perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. There is no room for fear if we trust in the Lord. Recently, as I mentioned in another podcast, we faced a Category 4 hurricane. The predictions had it passing close by, so we didn't think we needed to leave. And we've, you know, lived here for quite a while and, you know, have been through some other hurricanes. But by the time we realized, my gosh, it's going to be really close, it really was too late to leave. And the eye itself we heard was about 30 miles wide. And as we looked at the storm before we lost power and internet service, you know, we were shocked at how close it was. And, you know, I wish I could show you these maps of, you know, the storm and weather maps before we lost power because it looked like, you know, the eye of the storm was right next to where we lived. And it was so close and the side of the storm that hit us was the side with the most you know, and fiercest winds. And yes, we have flood insurance. And yes, we have homeowners insurance. And yes, we even have life insurance. But all of those protections don't keep us from fearing and worrying. You know, we have a two car garage, but we could only fit one car with all of the other things that we had to store because of the hurricane. Would you believe that none of the cars and trucks in the driveway were damaged by the flying debris or the trees that fell? I mean, it was a miracle. And so, you know, we look at this and we look at the realization, you know, and we're sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, the storm is coming and it's hitting nearby, you know, and landfall would be miles from my house. And we knew the best insurance was prayer. We prayed as a group and miraculously that fear dissipated. When we are the most fearful, we prayed again. And you should do that in your life. When you are fearful, pray. We could see the storm through our hurricane. You know, we have impact glass windows. And that in and of itself was not reassuring. You know, I heard from people that were all boarded up and all they could hear were the winds and they couldn't see outside. But, you know, we could see, you know, things flying by like, you know, pieces of shingles. And, you know, it sounded like, you know, there was somebody on our roof, you know, just uh, pouncing around. And it was, you know, basically shingles flying off the roof. But the blessing to me were so many, and one of them was I really didn't want to, you know, be in the storm at night. 
And, um, and it was during the day, you know, it was the longest storm I've ever been through. And it began around 11am. And then we lost power about one. And um, it raged until about 7pm when the worst was passed. But the rain and intermittent gusts were still going by till probably about 10 or 11. But then it was still raining. And as we prayed, that light of Christ that dispels darkness, that perfect love that casts out fear came into play in our lives in a real and powerful way. And I can witness to that and I can share that with you. It really was a miracle. How do we keep ourselves in that light? Well, by reading scripture, by attending church, joining in Bible studies, and reading good Christian books. And also when we surround ourselves with a focus on God, our lives can become richer. This became real to me even uh, longer ago. A few months ago, my husband had surgery on his foot and he couldn't put any weight on that foot even though he had a cast on it. And I became his caregiver. And at that point, he had a three-month recovery period. And we're at the end of that now. And I became really depressed, and I kept saying to him, I don't know why I feel so badly. And I realized I wasn't going to daily mass. I wasn't praying the way I was before. My routine had been shaken up. So I asked him if he'd pray with me daily, and he readily agreed. And my outlook improved dramatically. Friends, when we identify the reason that we feel like there is this darkness in our life, you know, that really helps a lot you know, identifying that reason, and then doing something about it. And I pray you can identify the darkness in your life and eradicate it with prayer. And look at how you're praying. You know, we typically petition when we pray. Things like, you know, please, Lord, I need this, or I need that. Remember that praying is two-way. We pray, and we listen. And even those of you that don't think you hear the Lord, or you know, are getting anything from God, you could open your Bibles. And the words that are there are not just for the people in the past, you know, some random people years ago, but they are for you and for me, every single word. It's for us today. It's to teach us. It's to edify us. It's to encourage us. You know, after the storm, we had no power. And as I shared Um, this with you. And as I'm recording this, we're two weeks after the storm and still have no internet other than hot spotting our phones. And we couldn't see pictures of the devastation on Fort Myers Beach, Sanibel Island or Captiva. But once we did tap in and look, we felt that hopelessness and distraught again, there was nothing we could do for all those people. You know, we didn't know how we could possibly even help all our friends that were in need even though we were able to help a few after the storm. And, you know, we had to help ourselves. You know, our pastor's home was flooded. You know, my husband was able to send some people over. My son, my daughter went over and some other friends. And once again, we prayed and asked the Lord, how can we help? And we proceeded again. And once again, the darkness was dispelled. What are the Bible verses that impact you? What are the ones that when you read it, those words just resonate and they just, you know, make your heart sing and they help to dispel the darkness. And if you have a journal, please list these scripture verses. You know, sure, we can use a topical, you know, scripture list, but the verses that have the most impact are those that you read that seem to leap off the page. It's as if, you know, the author of that book was writing it just for you. 
And one of the first Bible verses that really had an impact me early on when I began to really uh, read the Bible regularly was John 1 through 5. And I love it. I still love it today. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Why do I love that verse? Because it hit me that the word was Jesus, and he was there at the beginning of all creation. And in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light that shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The answer is to allow that light to penetrate our hearts, just the name Jesus, repeating that over and over. That's my go-to prayer when I don't have any other words or I don't know how to pray is just to say the name of our Lord over and over again, and it's miraculous. Another verse I love that came along the same uh, you know, time in my reading is Matthew 5.16, in the same way. Let your light shine before others so that you may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Most of us do not realize how important our works are in regard to sharing the light of Christ in our hearts with others, but it pertains to our salvation and our faith. Yes, we must have faith in Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, and we must understand the ramifications of salvation, but we must also realize that Works are important because without works, glorified through Christ so that we do not boast or brag, but give God the glory, without works, our faith is dead. When we read James 2, 14 through 26, faith without works is dead. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but do not have works? Can faith save you? If your brother or sister is naked and lack food, And one of you says, go in peace, keep warm and eat your fill. And yet you do not supply their bodily needs. What is the good of that? So faith by itself, it has no works, is dead. Let me read that again. So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works. And I, by my works, will show you my faith. You believe that God as one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, your senseless person, that faith apart from works is barren? Was not our ancestor Abraham justified by works when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was brought to completion by the works. Thus the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, And it was reckoned to him as righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. Likewise, was not Rehab the prostitute also justified by works when she welcomed the messengers and sent them out by another road? For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. The idea here is to put action behind our faith. Peace be with you is wonderful, but without following through, the light of Christ in us will remain dormant. Lastly, in Philippians 2, 12 through 13, we read, 
Therefore, my beloved, just as you just as you've always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work out your own salvation without fear and trembling, for it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good measure, for his, for his good pleasure. These verses show me time and time again that I don't have to do things on my own. I can have the light of Christ within reach, within me, and allow it to penetrate my heart, which in turn brings me joy. Just talking about this is giving me joy right now. The Lord dispels darkness, and for that, I am eternally grateful. May God be glorified, and this week, please gather those scriptures that touch you about God's light and share them with others. Amen, and God bless. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.